we're back at Sandlot Sports, where we are, you're kind of stupid. So as Dorian was alluding to before the break, um, there has been a lot of conference al- realignment since we've been gone. Apparently, I take a vacation, the whole world, sports world explodes. Um, so uh, with USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten, everyone's kind of now freaking out. It's like what it means for college football and college basketball and every other sport out there. So I've devised a little gimmick because we don't really do gimmicks on the show, but I figured what the hell we'll do it anyway. Um, who wants to be a conference commissioner? <laughs> um, so there, there was a couple of rules to this just real quick. So first of all, there are three conferences that, that are going to actually exist. So probably the big 10, the, the SEC, and I can't share my screen um, and the ACC. And I say that for this um, when they, when the ACC kind of redid their TV deal, they they locked in their their schools into their conference until 2035. It's a long time from now. Most schools have between a 300 and 500 million dollar buyout. So boosters have a lot of money. They ain't got that kind of money just to throw around. <laughs> so it kind of. Reading the tea leaves, my, my thought is there's probably going to be three conferences once it's all said and done. Um, the, their talk is that the conference is going to be 24 teams split into two different divisions with teams doing a, a 6-2-2-2-2 schedule. Um, uh, six games against your division that you always play. So like Michigan will always play Ohio State. Um, Florida State would always play Miami. You know, Florida would always play Georgia. Then you have two games within your division that you rotate. You know, some, sometimes Florida plays Vanderbilt for homecoming. Um, and then you play two games against the other division and then two non-conference games. That's kind of how the, the pundits are saying that we're going to go to. So I figured it'd be kind of fun if we filled in what we thought would be the, the next kind of round of realignment for our conferences. BJ, I'll let you be the SEC Conference Commissioner. Unfortunately, I can't pay you what he gets paid. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Not even for like the 10 minutes that we're going to do this? No, no. Damn it. What, what he makes in a year of just a, a 10 minute rate, I don't think I've got. <laughs> now, are we going so deep as to where the ACC can take teams from the no, current Big Ten? I was I was going to make, make the stipulations. So the stipulations are the, the teams that you have you have to have okay so okay. you can't you can't get rid of Vanderbilt I can't get rid of Rutgers for the Big Ten um, and you also cannot take teams from another established conference so uh, again that goes back to the SEC can't take teams from the ACC because just because they ain't got that kind of money I was going full macho man Randy Savage like the cream always rises to the crop the top <laughs> so I guess I was gonna that's what I was thinking I was just gonna clip off all the good teams from the other conferences and y'all can fight over the trash to build the two smaller conferences. So with, with that, we'll actually kind of do this fantasy style. So we'll just kind of do a That's a snake draft. We'll let the SEC go first. I'm already an advantage. That's not fair. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, as I look at the teams that are available, one is stuck out. And um, I don't know if it makes sense geographically, but I'd like to add the Oregon Ducks. Fuck. Yeah, so here, here's the thing with the Oregon Ducks. They're way um, out there. They they are way out there. That is a lot they're of travel. Way, they're way out there. Um, Phil Knight of Nike has said that the, that they're not staying in the in the Pac-12. This is not going to happen. He has said that he will do anything possible 
to get Oregon in the Big Ten. I still don't see it happening. Well, um, just because, in my dream scenario, yeah, I'd bring the great jerseys to the SEC. <laughs> <clears throat> so no, they, they consistently have high level talent. Yep, and it's a whole new market for the SEC. It's a whole new market. Now it's not a very big oh, yeah. market, which is why the Big Ten doesn't really want them. But it's a big market, and Phil Knight has a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, lots. So for the Big Ten, I will take the Notre Dame Fighting Irish if I can find them on my. They list. don't deserve to be in a conference. They should be left on the outside looking in. <laughs> there they are. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's no, it's no, and it, it's it's kind of funny because they've been flirting with the Big Ten for probably. 50 years. And I kind of agree with everyone. If Notre Dame does not join a conference in this round of realignment, especially if they go to this three conference, 2014 system, Notre Dame is going to be irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. I mean, more so than they are now. Completely. Darn. So Dorian, you're next for the ACC. All the shitty teams is on here. You guys took the two um, but I'm going to go with the Baylor Bears. They're the only ones that I can see that can compete both in football and in basketball that give me some type of fucking relevance. <laughs> so. well, and that, that's an interesting point because the, what's the ACC known for? It's not normally known for football. It's known for basketball. Yeah. And who just recently won a national title? The yeah. Baylor Bears. Yeah. Yep. So that's a, it's an interesting. That's a good pick. Yeah. So BJ, you're next. Uh, I'm going to help the GPA and give Oregon a little competition on the West Coast, and I'll take the Stanford Cardinals. It's a good pick. Yeah, that's a damn good pick. Right down there, right below you. Yep, yep. right there. That's what I get for not putting these in a foot a quarter. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with, with the, the Big Ten has basically said that Notre Dame, Stanford, you're on the clock. And it, the reason is the, the, the GPA, because both of their schools are in the AAU that the Big Ten basically wants every school to be a part of. And, you know, I'll tell you this, that having a friend with a high GPA, you know, Vandy Roach looking like, I want to be the friend with a high GPA. I don't want other smart people in this clique. <laughs> yeah. So for, for the Big Ten, um, I'm actually going to go the Kansas Jayhawks because Dorian said it best. It's not just football. It's basketball. Yeah. And you, you give me Kansas, Michigan State every year. You give me Kansas, Michigan every year. You give me uh, Kansas, Illinois every year. That's a good, solid basketball schedule. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, did some thinking. I said the same thing. I'm thinking about basketball, too, even though they're not as good in football. Sometimes they get lucky. But I'm going to go with Arizona Wildcats. I would love to see <laughs> Zona and Duke go at it every year in basketball. I, f- I feel like all three of us have left somebody on the table. I know. Should have been gone already. Yep, and I know exactly who it is. So I'll let you. I'll see if you pick them up picking them up right now and to add to the western theme of my picks to spread the greatness of sec football wide across this country i'll bring in the houston cougars fly slam a jamma fly slam a jamma good basketball team good football team yep and and see here's the interesting thing okay so you know we we've already said that with these lower rung teams well they don't have the resources to compete you bring them into these conferences they will have the resources to compete. Okay. 
So these schools that, you know, hey, you know, they, they every so often they they crop up and then they kind of go away. They crop up, they kind of go away. You start giving them the resources, especially with the Big Ten or the ACC TV contracts. And oh boy, they can, they could really big something. Yeah. So I know it's a homer pick, but I'm going to do it anyway. Taking UCF for the Big Ten because geography be damned. <laughs> you, you allow me to take the Big Ten network, shove it into Florida, and I get the Florida kids. And I get that that exposure, the second largest university in the nation. Absolutely. Okay. Um, as for me, looking here, it's it's two teams, but I think one would one has a pretty uh, solid fan base. They're pretty scrappy too in basketball and football. I'm going to take West Virginia again. That, that that's a team that's always on the cusp. Um, I, I think they're floundering in the Big Twelve because the geography is hurting them because they don't have anybody else. You put them in the ACC with teams that are near them geography and geographically. I, I think that's a good good choice. So, BJ, you're on mute, BJ. I think I figured it out to continue my westward expansion, and we're going to go with the Iowa State Cyclones. Ooh. Two solid programs, basketball and football. They're usually competitive yeah. in both. And now everybody doesn't have to fly all over the country necessarily, maybe once or twice a year. Yep. <laughs> so with, with, the big, with the Big Ten um, – I, again, kind of expanding that that grasp of not only good teams, good schools, good markets. <laughs> um, Got to go Cal Bears. Yeah, I mean, you you start kind of bleeding into the Western expansion. And again, with the the SEC is the same way. You have your own TV network, and now you have a reason for for people out there to tune into your network because like the SEC network. After about seven o'clock at night, no one watches because all, all the early games are done. And then you don't really have night games on the SEC network. The, the night games for the SEC are normally on ESPN. So you start growing that, that demand. Um, basketball and football. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State Cowboys. BJ? That's probably the pick I should have made instead of Iowa State. <laughs> but I'm going to stick with my Iowa State pick. Have to anyways. Yeah. Um. You know, talented both programs. I'm going with the Utah Utes. And I, I think with the Big Ten, I'm going to go Colorado. Kind of just, again, put flags down in every spot you can. So I'm thinking I'm cutting this country off, like right down the middle. Right down the Mason-Dixon line. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen anyway, so fuck it. Let's do it for football. Exactly. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing I've learned from watching SEC football. It is a lot easier to recruit these guys to play down here than it is to get them to go up in that snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, I'll go ahead and take another Texas team. I'm going to take the Texas Red Raiders. Got to get some part of Texas in there, right? Got to got to start getting the recruits out of there. Yeah. Jeez, oh, we're getting to the Dingleberries. <laughs> I see. I, I see somebody. I could definitely think they'll be solid in the SEC. This is also a team up there's <clears throat> been clearly decided they can't hang with the sec and that would be cincinnati i kind of want to put them down there because i feel like their program may be on the the come up up and up yeah and i don't see a whole lot of other options that i would like so i think i'm going to stick with the uh cincinnati bearcats toughen them up yeah good school i mean they're they're on the way up and again it's one of those you you kind of you feed them the resources of a conference you never know yeah and so with with me um, I got like one pick left you know, counting the teams. I think I got um, enough, but I th- my last pick 
it, if I'm going to go into Florida, I'm going to get the Florida rivalry. I know it's going to be stupid, but UCF and I'm going South Florida. Sells tickets. Yep. yep. Um, as for me, I'm going to keep it in Texas. I'm going with the TCU Horn Frogs. There's usually talent in that program for sure. Yeah. Yep. All right. I know what I must do now. I need Oregon State to complete the in-state rivalry. Yep. And that's another game a year that I don't have to make Oregon fly across the country. Yep. See what I'm doing here? You see what I'm doing here? <laughs> so I think, BJ, I think the Big Ten and the ACC, I think they're full. So Dorian. Yes, that's what it looks like. Um, I think you've got one more team that you can put in the ACC. One more. This pick may be frowned upon, but what's a rivalry without a holy war? Let me get BYU. BYU against TCU. Damn. I cannot believe that the Washington Huskies are still sitting up there. And, and that's kind of why I wanted to do this. Because there's going to be teams, when we when all this is said and done, there's going to be big-name teams that don't have a conference. Yeah. They're just going to fall by the wayside. I mean, I Washington. Colorado over Washington. I understand the South Florida pick to get your rivalry there. TCU over Washington. But, but recruiting Texas Tech too. over Washington. But here, here's the thing. So like Colorado, the Boulder, Denver area, like that TV market is so much bigger than the Seattle market. Yes, but Washington's usually a competitive team in both sports. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, but you've got Washington who's left without a chair. You've got Arizona State who's left without a chair. Kansas number State. One draft pick, number one draft pick in the party. You question, though. Oh, absolutely. Number one draft pick. Top notch. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, and, and this is kind of where these things are going to go. Um, I know everyone's talking about the world. There's just going to be two, two conferences and everyone outside. Reading the tea leaves, reading the reporting, there's going to be three because the ACC just can't. Teams can't afford to leave the ACC. So they're going to, they're going to take teams. The Big 12, gone. The Pac-12, gone. You know, the, the traditions that we grew up with, you know, especially New Year's Day, it's not going to matter. So hear me out. This is the relegation conference right here, all the leftovers. And if you play the, if you are the lowest two teams in either one of the three conferences, you go, you get kicked out into those, the relegation conference and the top six move up to the other three conferences. So are Vanderbilt and Kansas just going to flip flop? Like back and yeah, flip flop, flip flop. <laughs> but it might motivate them to do something about their program at some point. I really like that part of European soccer. Whereas yeah. if you don't cut the mustard, get your get out, get out, yeah. get out. And it, yeah. when you do better, you're more than welcome to come back and compete at the top level. Yeah. But it gives some incentive for the the um the team, the actual business of the team to improve. So I'd like to see that. I thought I think that'd be cool. A little addition there. Okay. I mean, I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, so. you can even do more. You can do the bottom four in each conference and really mix it up. Yeah. And have 12 new teams popping in every year or up to 12 new teams. So now I guess, I guess the question would be, so if it's the bottom, let's say it's the bottom four from each conference. Okay. So then you'd have the top four, you'd have the top 12 from the Australians come up. Who chooses what school plays in what conference? Hmm. Well, is it going to be like what we did here? Hey, just move teams what we around. Could do, what we could do is seed the 12 teams that are leaving, and then the top 12 teams of the relegation conference just 
go according to the seeds. Okay. So like, you know, obviously ge geographic doesn't mean shit anymore. So, I mean, not if I put Oregon in the SEC, does it really? No, I, it doesn't I, matter I, anymore. I, the first pick of this, the first pick of this experiment, I kicked ge geography in the nuts. I was like, well, I don't care. Time, who gives a shit? Get a Concord. I mean, realistically, like the, these kids are flying in, you know, charter jets anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Take a nap. Shut up. It really Go, doesn't matter. Yeah, three hours. Shut up. And you're going backwards. You're getting all your time back. Yep. So, <laughs> so I figured that, that'd be fun. Early, and they, you, know. you know, again, yeah, it kind absolutely. of shows. So, um, but I did want to touch on the NBA free agency that's, that's been going on. I know we've been out for a little bit. Um, I, I, did I hear somebody wanted to get traded from Brooklyn? <laughs> Somebody's. <laughs> but so, uh, what was really funny is before I left on the road trip, I, I saw Kyrie Irving resigns with the Nets. Okay, cool. And then um, Windbag from ESPN went, well, this means that Kevin Durant's going to want to you know, keep playing for the Nets. I'm like, why would you want to keep playing with Kyrie Irving? Because I didn't really work out. And then this happened. Boom. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, now Kevin Durant's connected to every franchise in the league. Yes. Yeah. Somehow or another. Exactly. Dorian wants to wants to trade like half the Magic roster and draft picks for Pablo Pablo Benchero posted a tweet of him and Durant sitting next to each other with Durant in a jersey and uh, Richard Jefferson said look if Durant's in Orlando you're in you're in Brooklyn <laughs> right, right yeah right exactly no we're now I think honestly I think what teams are figuring out is like hey you know what we want KD but we're not going to overhaul our team look, like what Minnesota did what the fuck was that the whole fight the whole NBA finals this year was built not bought Yep. yep. Well, that's what teams are figuring out real quick. Yep. Is that this whole super team thing? It don't work. Nope. Because okay, so count with me. The, the number of actual super teams. I don't include Golden State because most of theirs was was through the draft. So you've got the Miami Heat when when LeBron was there. You had Cleveland when LeBron was there. You had the Lakers, and you had Bulls. Oh, you talking about? Just talking about throughout time, no, in recent years. Okay. Um, the Celtics, the big three of the Celtics. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, that kind of kicked this whole shindig off. Yep. Yeah. Um. So that was what oh six, if I remember right. I'm not positive on that. I'll double check I that. Think but... you're right. I think it's. I think anyway, it's so any other teams that were missing that. Super teams, kind of. Um, yeah, there there were super teams kind of built overnight. Uh, not that I can think of. Not recently. Yeah, not yeah, not recent. Now I know I know the Houston Rockets tried it back in the nineties when they added Charles Barkley. Yep. It's really but, it's really tough to like count the Warriors into that because yeah. they were built before that. They were they were built before. Yeah. That. Same but, thing with the Bulls. The yep, Bulls were the right. Bulls before Dennis showed up. And see, right. and, but and here's my here's my point of all of the teams that we've listed, four championships. Yeah. Yeah. Since I looked it up, since the 08, 07, 08 season for Boston, uh, that's when that's when they formed four championships, and all of this, and a whole and, lot of money thrown at that project. A yeah. whole lot of money, and uh, no future. 
GM careers wasted, assistant GM careers wasted, yeah. coaches' reputations destroyed. And 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 look look at the Lakers now. I mean, they're they're done. Yeah. There there's no move they can make, and they're they're just a crater of talent. I would like to know what other NBA GMs think of Frank Vogel. Like, are the did his stock take such a hit that it's going to damage his career, or do other people realize what was going on? And and they're like, no, Frank will get another shot. My guess yeah, is he'll get another shot. I, he'll he he'll have another job. Next that was year. a that's a damn circus. That yeah. circus. I mean, like, who runs that team anyways? Is it the son of the daughter? A combination of the two? I think it's Jeannie. Jeannie yeah, runs it. Jeannie. Yeah. That didn't go so smoothly though, did it? The transition of power, if I remember correctly. No, it didn't. No, it it was bumping, and Jeannie Bus had it had it kind of successful. Um, and then she went all in with LeBron James and Rob Palinka, and then it just cratered. So it kept cratered. Yeah, and, and that and that's my point is and all of these seasons, all of these teams, not really successful. Gilbert Arena said swap uh Russ for Russ for Irving and Anthony Davis for Durant. So so he wants the trade to be AD and Westbrook for Kyrie and Durant. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, How many good. draft picks are they gonna give the Nets? <laughs> like, they don't have any. The well, Lakers they, don't have any draft picks. They got some after the ones they don't have, though. That starts selling those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah. That's not going. Yeah. That won't fly. Uh, apparently, Sean Marks is hell bent on like, like, I, like, I want the whole kit and caboodle. Other than and that, I don't blame him. Yeah. Me either. Me either. Me either. Me either. He's like, if you can't give me the equivalent or the whole kit and caboodle, get it gone. Look, I mean, yeah. KD's yeah. when, uh, KD has four years left in that contract. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're not going to get dollar for dollar, but right. you can get 75 cents to a dollar. Right. You know, you can get your future out of it. Yeah. You right. might not get the talent out of it, but you can damn sure get your future. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the trade that, that I heard that makes sense is if you're, if you're Brooklyn, trade Durant for Bam, for Duncan Robinson. And for Tyler Hero in a second round draft pick. Yeah. Now, here's the thing with that. The reason why they can't trade Bam is because Ben Simmons and Bam has a similar contract to where they were free agent signing or something like that. And it's something to where, like, you can't have two uh, free agents. Oh, it's, a, it's a rookie contract. Yeah, rookie I, contract, I heard right. about that. There's some, something to do with the rookie contract when they resign. Like, you can only have one of that type of player on your team. Right. And they it's can't weird. trade. No, nope, no one wants them. Nobody ben. wants them, right? So they're screwed. That's oh, why has to happen. Man, dude, every time I see him posing in front of something, they're like, I just like somebody needs to walk up and slap the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kendrick Perkins, if you listen, go ahead and do that. Yeah, because I know you want to. You even mentioned it. A couple I'll, times. I'll make sure there's no one <laughs> taping it. Just go. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we'll pay attention to the video. We'll try to get a hold of all that. But like, yeah, yeah some golly, man. Like, bro, like, there are so many kids that would pay to be in it, like, give their left nut to be in that situation. Yeah. Exactly. And you're just rubbing it in everybody's face. <laughs> Listen, I don't think he has any intention on playing. Oh, I, I don't think sure he doesn't feel like it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he steps on the NBA court again. 
yeah. and sure dressed for like a game. That's unfortunate, man. So, I mean, it's it's ridiculous, but you know, I I hate to say it, he worked the system. You know, as much of a punk as he is, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> Guarantee contract, get get your money, dude. That's fine. You ruined it for everyone else, but fine, yeah. get your money. Yeah, because that next collective bargaining agreement, I'm sure oh, there's going to be a Ben Simmons this. clause. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this shit can't happen. Yeah. We ain't paying you for this, bud. Exactly. <laughs> the Ben Simmons clause. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also saw something to where did you guys hear about um, Dallas rejected the trade for Kyrie? Good. That team's got trying. young, impressionable people that are talented. They do not need that terror. Yeah. I mean, I think the only thing they lost was Jalen Brunson, who is a good talent, yeah. but New York basically just sold off their entire team to get him. Mark, in there. Mark Cuban said he didn't even attempt to resign. He went right to the Knicks and never looked back. Yep. And I think Cuban was like, bye, Felicia. Yeah. I don't know. That guy dropped 40 in the playoffs and bailed him out. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not consistent, which makes him perfect for New York. I was about to say, I'm not sure that's what they need in Dallas, though. They just need bench points. Yeah. But they they were not going to sign him for the contract that New York was going to sign him for anyway. No. And Aiden, last time I heard, Aiden and the Pacers were starting to – heat up they were going to sign him to an offer sheet and force the phoenix Suns to do something about it yeah. that's what i had heard yeah. so that'll be interesting they're also thinking about a signing trade where they trade eight into the pacers and then turn get um turner um the pacers center miles turner miles turner yeah miles turner uh, i don't really see that as a as an upgrade i mean turner's good and Aiden isn't good isn't the number one draft pick we thought he was he's no. not who we thought he was in the playoffs last year yeah i think because of the problems they had communicating with each other this whole year they're just done with it both yeah. both parties oh yeah yeah Can't you know and, you know who else is done the utah jazz Oh yeah, oh, they're boy, just like they're fuck it <laughs> that whole thing aren't they <laughs> yep gobert well, is gone mitchell's on his way out ingles is gone you gotta go while the market's hot. Yep. Yeah. Where did Ingles go? By the Danny way, Ainge, Milwaukee. Danny Ainge oh, the hell yeah. out of we called that. Yeah, he did. He finessed the hell out of them. So, kudos to him. <laughs> Just like he finessed the Brooklyn Nets, which Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum was supposed to be Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Crazy. That's why you don't <laughs> trade your draft picks unless you're guaranteed <laughs> something in back. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and and with Donovan Mitchell, I thought it was funny. They're like, "No, we're not trading him. Nope, absolutely not." What Miami? What? Yeah, sure. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> yep. Yeah, and and the trade that's going around with them is um, Hero Robinson draft picks for Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, Christian Kirk, the NBA. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He finessed. He finessed the. Uh, the trade system got a bunch of draft picks for I don't know, basically Dwight Howard. Yep. I don't know. I wouldn't even say Dwight Howard. Like at least Dwight can score. Rudy is just defense and. Well, see, and what's interesting was they traded Patrick Beverly for him. Yeah. 
to, to me, Pat Beverly is more important defensively than Gobert is. There's yeah. video of a seven foot four, 17 year old cooking Rudy Gobert. You can look at it. You can look it up online. Oh, that's that kid from France, right? Victor Wanamea or yeah. something like that. Okay. Just giving him buckets. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not a big fan of his. No. Again, you're right. He has no offensive game. No. DeAndre Jordan has more of an offensive game than Rudy Gobert. Right. I, I don't I know. I don't think so. You don't agree with that? So? Nope. Nope. If if there's no if there's no pick and roll, there's no buckets. Let's just be honest. If there's no putback, there's no buckets for Gobert. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically the same for both of them. Come on now, let's be honest. Okay, fair enough. When how's DeAndre Jordan been since he left Chris Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Does he even play? Yeah. <laughs> I think he I think he went to Brooklyn. It sucks when you can only play three quarters of a game. If the yeah. game's close in the fourth quarter, he can't be on the floor. Yeah. Or yeah. stem the free throw line the whole quarter. It's like Andre Drummond. Yeah. Dude, I, I don't know if he's still playing. Yeah, he is. He, uh, he signed, signed with somebody. I can't remember who it was. Um, no, the the Shanghai Dragons doesn't Bulls. count. No, it's local. It's, oh, okay, it's, it's with us. He's home. Who Drummond? Yeah, yeah he's not in Orlando, but he's in the NBA. Yeah, you're right. He signed with the Bulls. Yeah. Not that it matters. No. He was good for like two years. He was like a Mecca Okafor, basically. Yeah. yeah. So individuals like Robert Williams of the Celtics, what's their shelf life? What do you think, like four years? Oh, Robert Williams? Yeah. And Grant Williams? Um, dude, they, Robert, a guy like Robert Williams, he's like a bow outlaw, dude. He's yeah, like he, he's got a shelf life of like 10, defensive, 15 years. Yeah, every team will want a guy like Robert Williams. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's not a guy that will get you buckets. He's also not a guy that you care if he gets you buckets. He's yeah. going to get you – rebounds a game. He's going to play good defense, and that's what you need. Yeah, he's like a big lots Dennis Rodman. Yeah, because right. there's a there was a delusional Celtics fan. I think it was Brian that's Scott, re- that's redundant, that. but anyways, <laughs> that they tried to compare Robert Williams to Ben Wallace for a shot blocking. He blocks a lot of shots. Yeah, yeah. he does. I mean, I, I'm I want to argue with that guy, but. He had a hell of a playoff run. Injured. Yeah. And, and, and here, here's the thing with Robert Williams. He was blocking jump shots. Jump shots. Oh, not yeah. just shots at the bleach. rim. Yeah. That, and that's where uh, Ben Wallace was, was big. Like yeah. People would drive to the rim, and he would get three or four blocks a game of yeah. at the rim. Williams was blocking Curry uh, at the that's, three-point line. Shots, yeah. That's the ultimate disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so is it fair to say that he is a better shot blocker than – Ben Wallace? I don't. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't, he's got to play a few more years before he starts saying things like that. Yeah, because they were saying like, no, they were like, because they said the same thing. They said Robert Williams blocked jump shots. They were saying, he's pretty damn aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Now, and that's the thing, though. So, I mean, if teams start to figure that out and use that aggression against him, yeah. that, that could be one thing. But if he can overcome that, then absolutely. He now I was this. He has the potential. To be a better defensive player than than Ben Wallace, yeah. he's not right now. Just like uh, Paolo Banchero has the potential to be a top twenty player of all time, he's not right now, but he has the potential. Mm. I'm not see that. I'm not getting excited about this shit until I see something. 
and until I see like actual games against like actual NBA starters, I yeah. need to see T Mac takeover shit. If you're talking about top twenty player, I'm talking about this guy says, "Oh, you guys can't score tonight. Don't worry, I'll score." Well, playing for the Magic, he might have to do that sometimes. That's what I'm saying. It's like the <laughs> mo for an Orlando Magic, like number one pick. Oh. Well, and, uh, BJ, on our last episode, you said that you wanted to do a, a Florida corner. Just all the bullshit that goes on in Florida. Do we have yeah. any Florida story this this week? Not that I'm excited to bring you guys, <laughs> but there's a couple. They caught a pastor jerking off at Starbucks. That's that's a day that ends in Y in Florida. Yeah, I know. <laughs> These fucking pastors. And then, of course, the, the typical like lawnmower chase. Was he chasing an alligator or no? No, the cops were chasing him. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I I guess my question to that is how fast was the lawnmower going? I don't know. We don't want to talk about that because then they'll speak to his intelligence. (laughs) I mean, it's it's just great. It's just the state is such a wonderful, (laughs) wonderful mashup of so many stories. You know what? I will say this, that for as evil and pathetic as our politicians are, at least they don't have confirmed CTE like Georgia's politicians do. Oh. <laughs> There's another gentleman who shot his roommate with an air rifle, killing him because he was annoyed with him. Oh, well. Now, I, now was that the same pastor yeah. that went to, to Starbucks guys, and they got, that, you know. This is an Altoona, guys. This is oh, okay. local. This is Lake County. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, this is this is a uh, home cooking. <laughs> yeah, you gotta o- love it. Over there in Inverness, they actually have a billboard. It's like, choose your daughter, not your date. Yeah. They <laughs> mm. can mm. put that billboard in a lot of places. Here. <laughs> a lot of places. Yeah. Oh, it's sad that that's a joke. I know. No, it's sad that it's real. Yeah. 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 So um, we'll finish up here. So while I was on the, the center of hell, listening to Tucker Carlson sound bites constantly, like I wanted to, you know, dig a hole in my head. Um, I posted something on social media because I'm like, I, I need out of this. This is just pathetic. Um, that somebody was asking what the best album of 1987. Don't ask me why they picked 1987, but what the best album of 1987 was. It was a good, good year. Um, it had Michael Jackson's Bad. It had the debut album of Guns N' Roses, The Appetite for oh, Destruction. I'm looking at the list, and the list you gave me was lacking greatly. Okay. Um, I, 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 I can't get better on my computer. So. And I'm trying to even include music that I don't necessarily like. But whew. Are you saying that Appetite for Destruction was not an all-time album? It's a good album. Yeah, it's a good album. But like Joshua Tree from U2, that's what really like made them. That's on there. A Prince album, Michael Jackson, Def Leppard, George Michael. I said Michael Jackson. REM. Which REM album was that? Let me click on it. Oh, now you want to be uninformative. (laughs) It's so tough, man. Tough. Well, see, the thing about 80s music that I, I tell people all the time is that it, it, it was the best decade of music because you not only did you have your, your standard pop music, but you also had rock really kind of coming into its own and you had hip hop that was just starting. Mm-hmm. 
like old school hip hop is just phenomenal because it wasn't really studio produced. It was just guys going out there and just doing their thing. Yeah. You see, my favorite decade of music was the 90s for me, from alternative to pop, hip hop, right? because yeah. it kind of like it took what the 80s did and like, you know, added some more stuff to it. But, but the 80s definitely, for me, the 80s definitely, you know, had the torch in the past, especially in hip hop. Like it went from Run DMC to like Tupac and Biggie and Trap Called <clears throat> West and it just went on and off. I still say one of the most underappreciated moments of the 80s was when Run DMC did Walk This Way with Aerosmith. Oh, no, that's a, that was a game changer. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm not excited about it though because it opened it up for shit like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> so so it has its ups and its downs there. Do it for the nookie. Um ha- have you guys uh, seen Fred Durst recently? Yeah. No. <clears throat> oh, he looks like he was from the Beastie Boys sabotage uh, video. <laughs> oh man, I gotta see what he cut his beard off. Oh let, let me pull this up. It's, it's, it's all it's the whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole vibe, I guess they say nowadays. Yeah, Fred, there's some Jacksonville, isn't it? Or something from Florida? I don't know. St. Augustine? Something like that, yeah. That's what it looks like now. Over here. (laughs) Wow. We're dating ourselves by looking at these pictures. Take it down. (laughs) Take it. Strike it from the record. (laughs) <laughs> oh wow he don't look like fred durst he looked like he fred looks nurse. like he was in the beastie boy sabotage album yeah <laughs> yeah I, and i will say this but west borland is a great bassist on that band mm-hmm. great bassist yeah and fred durst is just fred durst <laughs> 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 so is that where all of your music stops? Everybody stops at the '80s. Is that y'all's cutoff? Oh no, 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 no! I, yeah, '80s. I listen to a ton of '70s music. Oh, you're 70s, talking about like going back? Yeah, yeah. Oh like, yeah, I listen yeah, to a I, lot of soul um, and uh, oh yeah, funk and yeah. stuff like that. Some good stuff, man. Yeah, I, I probably like my listening probably goes back to '58, '59, like with with yeah. um the Richie Valens, the Big Bopper. If it's got like a decent bass player and horns, I'm listening to it. It's good stuff. So did you get into like the, the swing thing when it came out uh, in the early 2000s? Actually, the first like outside of pop music, the first thing my grandmother ever introduced me to was big band. Okay. So yeah, like Glenn Miller, Tommy Dorsey, stuff yeah. like that, like uh, World War II era music. So did you get back into it when like the Cherry Pop and Daddies were coming out? Um, I really never stopped listening to it. I ha- I've had Glenn Miller albums since I was uh, probably ten years old. Okay. Um, so I've it, I was listening to that, and then that stuff came out, and it was like a a newer version of it, or an updated version. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty cool. I still listen to some of that, like Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. And, oh yeah. Um, who else? Uh, Brian Setzer. Yep. And. I don't know. There's a couple more that do stuff like that that I like. And, and I like the, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, who's like a, a bridge between that and ska. I would say they're more ska, but yeah, I can, I can see that. So, yeah, I like that. That's all good stuff. Yeah, because when, when you think ska, you think Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, you think No Doubt, um, you think the Flog and Mollies, 
So I'm I'm losing Dorian over here. It's okay. No, I'm just yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm listening. I mean, I mean, I listen, no doubt, the other people I didn't listen to. Um yeah. you never listen to Mighty Mighty Boss Tones? I, I, I bet you have, I, you just don't know. I think yeah, I probably have I think you'd like some of their stuff just from they're very um instrumental. Instrumental. <sighs> like they got a good bass player in the horns and the drums. Like it's just a, they got a good vibe to them. I like the mighty vibe. Yeah, send me the link. I'll check them out. I probably heard their music. They're before. kind of aggressive. Yeah, it's, the guy's voice is very unique. I can't think of his name. I don't know how he's been able to sing for as long as he has with that kind of voice. Yeah, I'll check him out. Oh yeah, I heard him for. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I heard him for. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Too. Yeah, I like it. Too. But that's that's a great song. But that's just one of the more popular ones. They have some other songs that are like pretty damn good. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. What do you guys think about Creedence Clearwater Revival? CCR. Yeah. I mean, they're they're classic. They're great. I mean, they've, they've some of their classic. Yeah, some of their lyrics would not fly today, but who cares? He hustled the whole world into thinking he's a southerner, but he's from California. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that threw me. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I thought I like. I was like, he had to be from like Alabama, Mississippi. Nope. They were like, uh, no, he's from California. California. Nope. Yep. Now, I, prob- probably my my favorite music story of, of the week um, was the Rage Against the Machine story. Did you guys hear about this before we, we sign off? So um, I want to say it was Sunday. Um, one of the members, I I forget. I think it was uh, Tony, um, went abort the Supreme Court, like on stage. And you had people that were in the concert going, oh, I used to like their music until they got political. Like, they were always political, you dipshit. Never not been political. <laughs> yeah. Like, who do you think they were raging against? Right. Their, the, their biggest album basically explained what's happening right now. Yeah. 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 Some, of the, some of y'all who want forces are the same who want burn crosses. Yeah, that's not political. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, see, they, they're... Uh, they can't see themselves. They, no. can't see they don't understand that they're speaking directly to you. No. Like I had a guy today at work. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, it was a quote and I have to paraphrase it because I don't remember the exact quote, but it was by Ulysses S. Grant. And he says um, this, there's treachery afoot in this nation and it's in the meat, something about a divide and um, how it's going to be bad for the country. And I said, you, do understand who Ulysses S. Grant was? He goes, I couldn't even pronounce his name, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, it's Ulysses. He was a Union general. He was like, so what's that got to do anything? Um, he was, you know, he was talking about the Confederates, right? Talking <laughs> about your boys. Yeah. He's like, he goes, you know, I think slavery is just a political ploy, and I was like, oh. like I don't look. After the last five years, I don't have the brain power to deal with this shit anymore. No. Like my shit is fried. It hurts. Like yeah. I get, I get like tiny little like cluster headaches <laughs> when these people start talking about this. Shit. It's just like, oh, oh, again. Oh, you're still, oh, you. As soon as they wake up, their head hurts. I know. So, point of correction: it was, it was Zach De La Rocha that that said that at the, the Rage concert. Um, but yeah, when I was at when I was in Ohio, I had a anesthesiologist went to school, went to med school was telling me like they they should ban marijuana uh, because when they've made it legal the percentage of car accidents has skyrocketed in colorado i went 
Well, that's interesting. I need define, stats on that. Yeah, do you define skyrocketed? Yeah. Like, well, it's skyrocketed. Okay, cool. So I, I pull out my phone and I go, okay. So since they, they made pot legal in, in Colorado, the number of the percentage of car accidents has gone up 2.6%. That's cool. And he's like, yeah, it's, that's, that's high. Like, well, if 2.6% is high, then I hate to see a, a 40% electoral vote, but that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> but most, it also said most experts agree that it's not due to the legalization of marijuana, but also do, but it is due to the 12% increase of population. Mm. That's what's happening around here. It has been rough. Yeah. There's too many damn people. <laughs> too many damn people. And they can't drive. Well, they never could. I was talking to a friend who was uh, saying, man, these Floridians can't drive. And I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enlighten you quickly. Um, when you move down here, you get a Florida driver's license and a Florida license plate. I just want you to know that. So it's you motherfuckers that can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> fact, man. Yeah, it's a fact. It's the people from Ohio and Pennsylvania that come down here and camouflage their car with that license plate. You're like, oh, all you Floridians are terrible drivers. Like, no, most of us use blinkers till you assholes got down here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, the, the joke about uh, Floridian drivers is half of them don't know where they're going because they're tourists. The other half don't know how to get there because they don't know how to drive. Yeah. yeah. That's what it feels like. So, gentlemen, we actually covered everything that was on our list. I know it was a lot. Woo! Can't believe we made it. I know. Hey, this is what happens when you actually have a traffic cop. And keep speed in line every so often. <laughs> every so often. Every so often. If if I don't need content, then then I'll, I'll keep you in line. When I need content, I just like just go. <laughs> Here's some weed and some Mountain Dew. Enjoy. <laughs> I cannot drink Mountain Dew, and I am down to about a soda a day. Thank you very much. Hey, look I, at you. I I reject your stereotypes. <laughs> oh. so. Well, with that, gentlemen, um, this has been Zanla Sports. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.